What's one way for hiring managers to learn who you are outside the confines of your resume, cover letter, and interview? Scanning your social media profiles. Should your company be allowed to look at social media before and during your employment? That's the topic on this episode of Confession Radio. On this episode, I've reached out to Kevin Newdecker. He is the VP of Quality and Compliance Corporate Screener, where they do social media background checks. And this has been quite a hot topic, so I wanted to talk about it. So let's dive into it. Welcome to Confession Radio. So social media is great for staying connected to family and friends, sharing jokes, opinions, and interests, and keeping up to date with current trends and events. It can also be where potential employers go to do additional screening before making their hiring decisions. In fact, according to a study by CareerBuilder, nearly 70% of employers screen their candidates using social media, and what's more surprising is 57%, this is a high number, 57% of employers are less likely to even contact applicants who lack an online presence. Sure, finding a new candidate can be tough, and using all your tactics to determine if a candidate is a good fit before sending out an employment offer letter is usually a good idea, but can reviewing someone's social media put you in a difficult legal situation? The truth is, if you use this information under protected grounds, i.e. race, religion, color, gender, etc., to make your hiring decision, yes. Moreover, Even when you think looking at your applicant's Facebook profile won't influence your decision inappropriately, and possibly legally, it could. I reached out to Kevin Newdecker. He is the VP of Quality and Compliance Corporate Screener. He does these background, social media background checks. And I asked Kevin, for those who are considering using social media as a background check, what what are the benefits? Well, I mean, the, the benefits could potentially be that you'd uncover, you know, negative aspects of somebody's character. And, you know, that can come into play depending on the, the role and the, you know, the, the public exposure of that employee. So that might be a reason that some of the organizations have considered doing social media backgrounds either currently or in the future. How do biases affect your hiring decision? Let's let's talk about bias here. So a bias is when prejudices cause you to favor or disfavor a certain type of person or group in an unfair way. For instance, humans are naturally drawn to people who are similar to themselves. This means something like finding out a candidate has similar religious beliefs, as this could cause you to favor their application over others, even if you don't think you are doing so. Another instance of bias could be that if a person has unconscious, stereotypical views of a certain type of person or group. For instance, if someone thinks of an individual of a certain gender or race are more skilled or less skilled at something than the counterpart, like a person thinks a woman are better communicators than men, then they can unknowingly allow their views to influence their decision and hire a particular applicant over another for the wrong reasons, even if the other applicant is equally as qualified for the position. The issue here is that most people aren't aware of their biases and how they can affect their decision-making. Reviewing an applicant's social media can bring light, inappropriate information that should never be used when choosing a new employee, like gender, race, or religious beliefs. So I asked Kevin about this as well. And what are the risks with doing these types of background checks? What are some of the potential consequences? Well, there's uh, quite a few. One thing to consider, or one of the many things to consider is 
you know, the legality of the information that you're obtaining, using that information in, in making employment decisions. So, you know, is the information that you're obtaining, uh, you know, is it actual illegal activity or is it just something that they're doing that's legal that maybe, you know, maybe not be, um, you know, perfectly suitable or maybe on the fringe or something like that. You know, you have a lot of things to consider. Are you obtaining information about this person's race, religion, you know, sexual orientation, things that you you know shouldn't factor into your employment decision that you might you know end up obtaining as part of your you know social media background pretty common for people to just have their name first name and middle name as their name on facebook or something like that and then you know it can be very difficult to confirm that information even belongs to your person and people just in general are a lot more savvy with um, locking that information down from public view so you know your chances of even finding anything anymore that even might be objectionable on a lot of the social people's social media's profiles, it's pre- pretty hard to, to come by because people are a lot better at locking that stuff down than they were five, 10 years ago. With the world always being accessible in the palm of our hands, it's often difficult to disconnect. It's hard to believe that just in 2005, only 5% of adults in the U.S. used at least one social media platform. Now, in 2022, Almost three out of four, 72% of people are active on social media. It's no wonder that the lines between our home and work lives are becoming blurred. We are suffering from social media overload. What happens when your coworkers or even your boss decide that they want to follow you online? They friend request you or you friend request them. Vancouver, BC-based job interview company, The interview guys studied data from 1,024 employees who had been followed by a friend or colleague across their social media accounts. It wanted to discover more about their self-censorship behavior online. Three in ten employees accepted friend requests to keep the peace at work. Having a good relationship with your coworker is crucial to job-related success. Is it worth accepting a friend request from someone you do not particularly like? or have a difficult relationship with that work. Social media contributed to the burnout that many experience at work and added to anxiety about their colleagues monitoring their social activity. Perhaps it's time to take a step back. And remember that almost everything you post on social media networking sites can be used by businesses to determine what kind of employee you are or will be. The internet is written in ink, not pencil. And although I do agree with that statement, I am a very public person. Everything I do is online. It's something I choose to do, and it's something that to this day has not really hindered me at all. But I'm also very smart about what I post. Obviously, slandering and defaming companies and things like that will definitely get you in trouble and possibly fired. Upon my research, learning that, it is a thing. So just be careful what you post and who you friend. The great news about social media as well these days is that we have privacy settings that prevent us from having these public posts and things. There's so many ways to customize that, and I don't think a lot of people think about that. When your friend or your coworker or your boss friends you, that's totally up to you to do politely reject or accept. So until next time, friends, happy posting. Thank you from Confession Radio.